bienvenidos a un nuevo episodio. Wait a minute, my bad. Welcome to another episode of Bless Not Stressed. My name is Didier Deres, and in today's episode, I'm going to give you something that's going to motivate you, lift you up, encourage you, and empower you. Why is that? Well, that's because this podcast was created to do just that. Every single Tuesday, I will be uploading new content that's going to motivate you, encourage you, lift you up, and empower you with the Word of God. Today, I am just extremely excited for the message. It is titled, Reaching a Fulfilled Life. When you ask someone, what are the things that they don't want in their lives, they have a huge list. But if you ask them, where do you see yourself five years from today? They normally don't have an answer. They don't know how to answer that quickly. I don't know if that is you, but in today's episode, I'm going to give you four key points that will help you reach a fulfilled life. All right, so I'm ready to dive into the very first key point, and that is you need to know where you stand. Where do you stand right now? You need to know where you stand with your family, where you stand in your business, where you stand in your leadership, where do you stand in your relationship with God? And that's an important one because lack of awareness leads to lack of clarity as to where you're going tomorrow. If you don't know where you stand today, you don't know where you're going tomorrow. You don't have a clear picture of where you're going to be tomorrow. So I need to ask you this question. How's your relationship with God? Where do you stand right now in your relationship with God? That determines a lot of the things that are coming for your future. You need to fix that today. You see, a relationship with God means that you are communicating with God. We all know that God did not intend for us to have a religion. He doesn't want a religion. He's looking for a relationship between him and us. But in order for there to be a relationship, there needs to be communication. So I want to I ask you something. If you don't feel like you have a good relationship right now with God, I'm not telling you this so you can feel bad, but I'm telling you this so you can fix it. You see, a relationship, you need trust. You need communication. You need to dedicate time. So why don't you trust God in everything that you're going through? Why don't you talk to him? Why don't you go and, you know, set some time aside, pray to him, let him know how you feel. Let him know what you're crying about. Let him know what you're happy about. Let him know the things that you want. Let him know everything because it's a relationship and dedicate some time aside. Put some time just for him. You know, plan a day to go to the beach and just to meditate in his goodness, just to meditate and talk to him, you know, where you just, it's silence around you. You're listening to the ocean, but you're talking to God. That's a relationship right there. Where you stand with God determines how good you're going to be so that he can take you to where he wants to take you. Now, whenever we know where we stand, we also need to understand what it means. What does it mean to stand with God? It means that you stand with a loving God. It means that you stand with a God that has a plan for you. It means that you stand with a God that has a purpose for you, a God that will never leave you, a God that is powerful. And by powerful, I mean that you no longer come to him to tell him how big your problems are. It means you go to your problems and you tell your problems how big your God is because you understand that he is the powerful God. He is the creator. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the beginning and the end. It means that you understand him and you understand what it means to stand with him. So where do you stand today with God? How about you 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 take a moment to reflect and you think and you say to yourself, where do I stand today with God? What are the things that I need to change? What are the things that I need to start doing today? What are the things that I need to do in order to better my relationship with God? Lack of awareness equals lack of clarity. Whenever you don't know where you stand, you don't know where you're going. And in order to reach a fulfilled life, we need to start from the very beginning, knowing where we stand today. Look at the things. Look at your life. Are you happy with the things that you have accomplished? Are you happy with where you're at right now? 
Is this what you have always been waiting for? Or do you think, do you believe that there is more? Let me tell you something. God is not done with you. He has more for you. But you need to know where you stand today in order to know where you're going tomorrow. That's the very first point. Know where you stand. And after knowing where you stand, you fix it. If you don't like where you stand right now, you fix it. If you don't like how your relationship with your family is right now, you fix it. If you don't like how your leadership is right now, you fix it. If you don't like how your business is going right now, you fix it. Because whenever we reflect, we reflect not to bring ourselves down, but in order to look at the things that we need to fix in order to get better. So if there's something that you need to better right now with God, go ahead and do it. Don't let this be the end. There is so much more for you. Better your relationship with God today. Better your relationship with your family today. Know where you stand. The second key point is that you need to know where you want to go. This is the second part. This is the clarity. And what I want you to do is I want you to sit down and I want you to write in a piece of paper, where do you see yourself a year from today? And I want you to describe that year. Let's imagine that was your best year. It has been a successful year. You have accomplished the goals that you have set. How does that year look like? You need to take a moment to imagine that and really write it down in details. What are the things that you accomplished? How do you see yourself? How's your relationship with God? How's your relationship with your family? It has been the best year. Describe it. Once you do that, I want you to sit back and really look. That's where you want to go. That's the best year. That's your that's clarity right there. You know where you want to be a year from today. So begin to plan your ways to get there. And there's another thing that I call it fuel. This is the fuel that you're going to need to get there, and that is desire. Whenever you lack desire, you lack passion. And without passion for things, you're not going to be able to achieve them. If you don't have a desire to accomplish those goals that you have set, you won't do it. There's a story about a young man that went to Socrates, and he told Socrates, I want to be wise just like you. So what Socrates did was he told the guy, follow me. And they begin to walk to the ocean. They started going inside the ocean and the water was just reaching their ankles. And the guy was just following Socrates. Then the water was reaching their knee, then their hip, then their chest. And then the water was all the way to their shoulders. Socrates looks at the guy, grabs him by the head and begins to drown him. The guy is, you know, just panicking, just splashing water all over the place. But Socrates had him there drowned. Well, he was drowning him. Then Socrates lets him go. When the guy gets up, he's all upset. He's grabbing air and he's like, why are you doing this? Are you trying to kill me? But Socrates said, no, if I wanted to kill you, I wouldn't have let you breathe. But Socrates told him, if you desire wisdom as much as you desired that breath when you didn't have it, you would acquire wisdom. And right now I'm telling you, if you desire that goal, that year to be the best year, if you desire that with a passion, if you want to get there with everything that you have, you desire it so much, you will get there. You will achieve the things that you have set yourself to achieve, but you need that fuel to push you. The third key point is you need to find your why. There is one thing that's going to influence your actions, and that is your why. You see, for me, the reason why I come to church all the time, even though I'm tired, even though I don't, I feel sick, and I still push myself to go, is because I know why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because he loved me first. I'm doing this because he has showed me mercy. I'm doing this because he has showed me love. He has showed me that he has been with me in all moments. That's my biggest why, because in a moment of darkness, he took me into his light. In a moment when I felt like I didn't have hope, 
He brought me and he restored the hope in my life. And that has been the biggest why that has motivated me to continue going. So I want you to ask yourself, what are the things that God has done in your life? Because that needs to motivate you to do everything you need to do for him. He died in the cross already for you. He gave his life so that you can live for him. So now is the time for you to reflect. Now is the time for you to say, why am I doing this? Find your why and you have found your motivator. What's going to be motivating you to take all the actions. Your why influences your action. And if you don't have a deep why, you won't have that fuel, that motivation to push you to reach your goal. You need to find it. I found it and it has pushed me so much right now. I'm going seven years strong in the path of God because of that, because I know why I'm doing this, because I know that he loved me. He died in the cross for me. And for me, that's more than enough. He took me out of a dark place. That's more than enough. Thank you, God. Now I'm going to live for you. So what you need to do is you need to sit down. You need to write down your why. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to accomplish your goals? Why do you want to start a business? Why do you want to better your leadership? Why do you want to get closer to God? Why are you doing this? Find your why because your why will influence all your actions. Your why is that motivator that you need in life. Why do single mothers go out and get two jobs, three jobs? Because of their kids, because they're fighting for their kids. Their kids are their biggest why. So you need to find your why that's also going to influence you and motivate you and push you that even though you're tired, even though you feel like you're, you need to give up, you will keep on going. You will stay in the track. You will stay in the path because you have something pushing you and that is your why. Now, the fourth key point, this one is important, and this is you need to fix the way you think. Your thoughts create your attitude, and your attitude determines your performance. The book of Proverbs 23, 7 says, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The apostle Paul also understood this. That's why in Philippians 4, 8, he said, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Here's he's telling you, think about the good things. Stop thinking about all the bad stuff. Whenever you start a project and you begin to think negative you're going to end up ma making a mess. You're going to make a mess. It's not going to turn out good because you are thinking in a negative way. You are attracting all these things. You need to change the way you think. There's a story about a grandmother who sat down with her son and with her grandson, and she told him a story. She said, inside of you, there are two wolves. They're constantly fighting each other. One wolf is very negative, pessimistic, thinks that the, ha the cup is half empty, always thinks that everybody has it against them, has a scarcity mindset, never thinks positive. It's always thinking negative. But you also have a positive wolf. And this positive wolf, this is the good wolf. This one is the one that pushes you. This is the one that motivates you. This is the one that makes you look at life in an optimistic way. This is the one that fills you with faith. And the grandson said, okay, but if they're fighting, which one wins? And the grandmother told him, the one you feed the most. The wolf that you feed the most is the one that's going to win. So don't let your negative thoughts sabotage your life. Don't let your negative thoughts sabotage your future. What God has for you, don't let your negative way of thinking sabotage it, but you need to change it. You need to think about things that are true, things that are pure, things that are right, things that are lovely. That's what the Apostle Paul is saying. You need to change the way you think. In a book from Dean Graziosi, he looks at this negative way of thinking as a villain and he calls it a parasite. Why? Because it goes inside of you and it begins to contaminate and ruin everything. Your negative way of thinking can ruin and sabotage your 
life completely. It can sabotage your marriage. It can sabotage your business. It can sabotage your future, your purpose, your destiny, your calling. Don't let it sabotage your future. Change the way you think today. We're going back to faith again. You need to feed your faith to starve your fears. You need to feed your your way of positive thoughts to starve all those negative thoughts that are in your mind. Clement Stone said, there is little difference in people, but that little difference makes a big difference. The little difference is attitude. The big difference is whether it is positive or negative. That's my question to you. Do you have a positive attitude or do you have a negative attitude? In his book, The Winning Attitude, John Maxwell says how he got in his in his friend's plane and his friend was flying this plane. But John Maxwell noticed that the guy was always looking at this out of all the things that the plane has, he was looking at this tool. It was like an indicator. And he asked his friend, hey, so wh- why are you always looking at that? His friend said, that is the plane's attitude indicator. The attitude of the plane determines the performance of the plane. John Maxwell began to write a book about the winning attitude because your attitude determines your performance. If you realize that what you're doing in life, everything is coming out bad, everything is turning out negative, it's because you need to change the way you think. You need to change your attitude. Once again, don't let your negative way of thinking sabotage what God has for you. Change that today. It's a switch. Whenever there's a negative thought, begin to battle it with a positive affirmation. Begin to think in things that are good, in things that are pure, in things that are lovely, in things that come from God, and stop thinking in all the negative things. Whenever you want to start a project, stop thinking from the very beginning that everything's going to turn out to be bad. Have a good way of thinking. Think that things are going to turn out good. Let's summarize it all together. The first thing you need to do is you need to know where you stand. You need to know where you're going. You need to find your why and you need to change your thoughts from negative to positive. That's what you need to reach a fulfilled life. Successful people are doing it. Entrepreneurs are doing it. People are accomplishing their dreams by doing these things, reflecting where they're at right now, having a clear goal, having clarity and knowing where they where, where they want to go, finding that thing that motivates them and push them, and then changing the way they think. If you change the way you think, you would change the way you live. To close it off, I like to do a prayer. So right there where you're at, I just want to bless you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying for every listener right now. Father, that they can reach that life that you have for them, that they can reach a fulfilled life. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, I ask you to begin to help them change all the negativity for things that are positive, things that are right, things that are good, Father, that they can begin to restore their relationship with you, Father, that they can have that thing that motivates them, Lord, to accomplish all those goals that they have. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray blessings over their lives. Father, if they're going through a moment of hardships, I'm I'm praying, Father God, that you can help them, that you can restore their lives, restore their ministry, restore their marriages, whatever they're going through right now. I pray that you restore them in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Next Tuesday, I will be uploading a new episode with new content that's going to lift you up and motivate you. Now, if you really enjoy it, I want you to share this message to one of your friends. Subscribe to the podcast, follow the podcast, and stay connected to us. You can follow me on Instagram, Didier.Darris, and you can join our Facebook group, Bless Not Stressed Podcast Community. God bless you. Remember, you need to be blessed, not stressed.